Hey, this is Sam for Dobbs. If you need tires, hop on our website, go to Dobbs.com. We'll save you time searching brands, sizes, and prices, and save you money because we sell tires at the lowest price in town, guaranteed. For deals you can use, click on go to Dobbs.com now. Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Get ready for winter driving at Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers with super deals on tires, including up to $200 on new Goodyear tires, plus oil changes, brakes, batteries, and more. For value and savings, click on gotodobbs.com today. What's going on, gentlemen? I, I, I will say in Tanner's defense, because I'm like this when it comes to March Madness, that if you're going to suck at one bracket or one pick em challenge, you might as well suck at all of them. At least your picks are consistent. You're not trying to hedge anywhere else. I'd say, if anything, it just shows that Tanner's a very honest man. Yeah, no flippy floppies on Tanner Hendrickson. You know That's what? Right. You're always an optimistic guy, and we love that here on BK and Ferrario. Speaking of which, I, I saw your tweet earlier today. Uh, did, did daycare give you the cold shoulder? Were you supposed to be on the greens this morning? The goal was to be out golfing this morning, yes. Friday, Fridays and Saturdays are, are off days for me uh, at, my, at my current gig. And, uh, yeah, un- unfortunately, no, no COVID situations. And nothing, nothing to be really concerned. Yeah, absolutely. But uh, just a handful of people under the weather, they ended up canceling it completely. So right now I am hanging with uh, my 10-month-old. He's uh, out trying to just bang a bunch of things together, and I'm out trying to uh, avoid the damage and, and make sure that the house is still standing. Well, this is going to be an enjoyable interview that I can't wait for. By the way, Heiss is, of course, the managing editor for Betsided. Follow him on Twitter at Benny Heiss, H-E-I-S. Heiss, let's talk about last night's game because the Chiefs win this one despite missing Chris Jones. And, and T-Bone and I were just talking about this a little bit. Still something just looks off with Patrick Mahomes, and I don't know what it is, what stands out with you, because, yes, he does throw multiple touchdowns last night, and he has an excellent game compared to what he usually has, but still something just doesn't feel right with him. I I agree with you, and I noticed it maybe a handful of weeks ago, even in the game where he had over 400 yards and scored five touchdowns against the Raiders, he was missing on deep balls that he normally hits consistently on, and I, I think it goes back to just, continued timing with with guys like Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey. Those are there, even though Hill is a little bit more inconsistent. But but who else has stepped up on this team this year? It, it hasn't been McCole Hardman. You've gotten maybe a couple good games here and there from Clyde Edwards-Alaire. The rest of the running game has been sporadic. Uh, Byron Pringle will catch a pass for you every now and then. But outside of that, it just doesn't feel like there's a whole lot of inherent trust between Mahomes and, and some of the other options, some of those gadget guys, uh, especially downfield. So I, I think he's a little bit hesitant. Um, that one throw where he missed McCole Hardman coming off of the uh, off of the screen was atrocious. Like that might be the worst pass Mahomes has ever made. That was on fourth down, a chance to go in and get a touchdown. So I, I'm with you. I, I think there's something still a tad bit off. But I mean, he showed a lot of moxie last night, especially in a matchup where the Chargers probably should have been up by multiple touchdowns given the opportunities they had. I think the good news for Mahomes is that when when both Kelsey and Tyree Hill are playing the way they are. I mean, it was 22 catches, I think, 
for 300 plus yards and three touchdowns last night. Mahomes threw for about 400. So they accounted for about 85% of their total yards through the air. If you have those guys, you're going to be in it in almost every game, but they do need other guys to step up. So Heist with the Chiefs, and we just talked about with Patrick Mahomes and just looking a little bit off. Really, I don't have a favorite in the AFC. I like New England, but you know they got the rookie quarterback in Mac Jones. Tennessee's up there for me, but without Derrick Henry and their wideouts being hurt all the time, it's hard for me to buy into them. I like underdogs. Maybe that's why I'm so bad at the pick them because Detroit's <laughs> only got one win this year. But I, you know, is there someone in the AFC that you like as a dark horse that I should put some money on to maybe win the conference championship? There's a couple of teams at seven and six that I look at and go, you know what? If things go right, I could see them going on a run. What do you guys think of Indianapolis? And I think Saturday night will be a very good indication as to how good this team can be because they are at home. They're two and a half point favorites, which actually I think surprised a lot of people. This line opened up right at the Colts minus one and has since been bet up by a lot of the sharp money up to two and a half. To me, that was very surprising considering everything that the Patriots have done over the last month and a half to keep that longest winning streak in the NFL. Uh, Really consistent play on both sides of the ball. Uh, And then you have Indianapolis who will lose some of those games that you're just unsure as to why they can't figure it out when they have as dominant of a run game as they have with Jonathan Taylor. I think that's the big thing is when, when Jonathan Taylor runs for over 80 yards, they haven't lost. Uh, And and so I I think you look at the Colts and say, okay, if the Patriots are going to take away that aspect of their game, right? That's their style is they take away the, the thing that you do best and force you to adjust. If Carson Wentz is going to start beating the Patriots downfield using guys like Michael Pittman uh, and using their tight ends the way that they also have been able to do in times where Taylor has not been able to get it going, uh, then I think you're talking about the Colts who right now sit uh, at 16-1 to uh, to win the AFC. I think you're looking at a team that has it on both sides of the ball. It's just a matter of whether or not you trust Carson Wentz down the stretch, especially if teams stack eight, nine guys in the box to try and take out Jonathan Taylor. Yeah, I really like that one, Heist, because the Colts, for me, as much as I've poo-pooed on Carson Wentz, I mean, that team just in whole, it, it really does remind me of what the Tennessee Titans had before Derrick Henry went down for how Jonathan Taylor here is playing. And I'm with you. I was kind of surprised by that two-and-a-half-point slide uh, in the Colts' favor. We're talking with Ben Heisler here on our Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line, our weekly hit with the managing editor for Sided. Heist, the other one that I'm a little confused by is the Browns and Raiders game. And maybe this is the COVID impact where it seems like it's hitting everyone in the NFL. But on our pick them on the fast lane on 101ESPN.com, 67% are taking the Browns over the Vegas Golden uh, of the Vegas Raiders. But on the flip side of this, it looks like the Raiders are three and a half point favor going into this game on the road. You're right. And it's because of the COVID impact. I'm, I'm a bit surprised uh, to see that type of percentage. I also think most folks are, are just getting around to finding news about what's been going on in Cleveland. And so you're likely going to see that number change and adjust as people are shifting their picks leading up to the start of kickoff. This, this is not going to be a fun afternoon for Cleveland, considering that they're without their starting quarterback, possibly without their backup quarterback as well. 20 guys right now in COVID protocol, and this line has moved. I'm looking at the numbers right now. It's moved at some sports books 10 and a half points. Uh, at some books, the Browns opened up at minus six and a half. And that made sense considering that, you know, at the start of the week, they were tied with the Baltimore Ravens in odds to win the AFC North. Like that's how much they'd come back to maintain their position in the division and also with the Ravens struggles. But uh, they just have too many guys missing right now. And so you can go one of two different ways. You can play the I'm not going to overreact card um, and know that the Raiders season has basically just been a microcosm of, of the last several years of the Raiders where it's up and then it's very much down. Or you look at the situation and say, even if the Browns play their best 
game, they're still without almost half of their team. How are they going to field a competitive roster against a Raiders team that has some quality wins this year? I, I think if you're trying to just go purely from a pick'em perspective, the lines move so much, and the Raiders don't have very many guys that are missing or in COVID protocol that it's very difficult for me to consider the situation where I wouldn't choose to pick them straight up. Now, the line might move to the point where you might just say Cleveland hangs around and people are starting to overvalue the number on the Raiders' side, especially if it goes to, you know, minus four, minus four and a half. Cleveland being at home, understanding that they need the game far more than the Raiders do. But if you're looking purely at a pick them, it's very difficult for me, especially if the Browns are in this COVID protocol through, the, through Saturday afternoon. I don't know how you choose them to win with so many guys missing. Hi, sticking with that AFC North, what do you make of the Bengals and Broncos game? Who would you take in that? Denver's at home, and I believe they're three-point favorites, two teams battling for playoff position. Yeah, and two teams that have been very Jekyll and Hyde throughout the course of the year. I really thought the Bengals would play better football. I liked them last week to cover against the 49ers. They almost did, nearly came back before the 49ers took over, and they've been playing some very good football, too. Uh, and I thought the Broncos on Sunday night in Kansas City at Arrowhead would play better considering how good Teddy Bridgewater in his career has been in that spot and also with the Broncos defense playing much better. Now, they, they played great against the Lions, but uh, it wasn't until the second half when they really started to take it away. So they're still in this race as are Cincinnati. And I think from a talent discrepancy, it's still the Bengals having more talent, especially on the offensive side of the ball. So I'll give them the slight edge because I know that their defense can rise to the occasion. With Denver, I, I just don't know what team you're going to see week in and week out. And especially if this line gets to about three, I'll definitely back the Bengals side, at least from a betting perspective. If we're talking just straight up. I think maybe getting away from Cincinnati could actually be helpful for the Bengals. They had their last three games there, only went one and two. Uh, a little bit more urgency needed on their side, I think. Heist, final one for you, buddy. On our Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line, we're chatting with Benny Heisler of Bet Sided. On the NFC side, Ben, things seem like the AFC. For, for a bit there, it looked like there was one favorite team, and then it was wide open. After the Rams' victory against the Cardinals, are, are you looking at the NFC the same as the AFC, where it's wide open, or do you still feel like there's one favorite? It's still the Buccaneers as as the favorite in in the NFC, and that's been that way pretty much since the Chiefs got off to their rough start earlier this year. I I just think they're the most consistent team in that division. They've had some bad losses. You know, the game against Washington on the road was was not ideal for them, and um, it's also paramount for them that they continue winning because they've been amongst the best home teams in all of football, both at covering the spread uh, and also just from a straight-up perspective. But I mean, Dallas has a whole slew of issues right now. They were a team that I thought might look fairly consistent, but they rely too much on turnovers on the defensive side of the ball. Uh, Arizona also has looked great all over the course of the year, but uh, they're clearly dealing with some issues. No DeAndre Hopkins the rest of the regular season. Uh, the Rams have the talent to hang with the Buccaneers, and they got to win straight up against them in L.A., but uh, still a team that I, I think has a few more question marks um, for them compared to Tampa Bay. And then San Francisco is making a bit of a run. And then you still have the Packers who have always played well throughout the course of the regular season. But I do have some concerns about Aaron Rodgers injury as well. So I still look at Tampa at the top of that division, probably Green Bay after that. And then I think you're looking at uh, some of the NFC West teams canceling each other out along the way. But it, it's still Tampa Bay for me, and I think their price is still fairly reasonable. Love it. Heist, you're the best, buddy. Enjoy the uh, day off with the little one. Uh, try and keep the house in one piece, which I always tell myself when my wife leaves. Uh, and we look forward to talking with you next week. Anytime, guys. Be good. There you go. Ben Heisler, always appreciate his time. Managing editor for Betside. Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, Geico can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. 
even help with homeowners or renters coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and GEICO is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to GEICO.com or contact your local agent today. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.